Hi everyone and welcome to our first episode of Barely Grown. I am Courtney. And I'm Ellie. And yeah, this is our first episode. I don't really know how to start this. It's always a bit awkward doing these little intros. They are so awkward. <laughs> Why don't you tell the people, Els, what our podcast is about? Well, that's a good question, Courtney, because I'm not sure that we even know just that yet. It's true. We literally had the idea last night and we're already starting to record the next day. So mm. we take nothing by halves here. We're going oh, no. straight in, diving right in the deep end. This is like one of our many, many projects we've tried throughout the years. Um, but hopefully this one will stick. I, I, I have good, good hopes for this. Anything is better than the embarrassing YouTube years. So Embarrassing but iconic. Iconic, maybe Mm, not. Maybe, maybe not. They're all privated. Maybe we will share them one day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, I hope not. But anyway, our first video, we were going to talk about things we wish we knew at 16. Gosh, that feels like such a long time ago. I mean, it was, it was 10 years ago. 10 years, I know, that's mad, isn't it? So, I mean, we met just after the age of 16. We became friends at about 17. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's been nearly 10 years now we've been friends, Ellie. Oh, that's cute. So cute. (laughs) Yeah, we just thought we would just have a discussion of things we wish we knew that we know now that we wish we knew. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and concise. Oh my goodness. I wrote down some notes for this, but I made the error of them being on my iPad, which we're now recording on, and I can't can't switch off to see them. So we're not. From the memory here. Okay, well, why don't you crack on and tell us what number one was, if you can remember. Oh my goodness. I had about 12 written down. I'm just, oh, this is such bad. I'm not prepared. I think one of the ones that really stuck out to me when I was writing it was not caring about embarrassing things that happened to you. Mm. Because I have a couple of things that I felt like was so embarrassing when I was 16. Yeah. And looking back now, it's been 10 years and like no one remembers them. No, not exactly. I mean, I say that. But my friend Adam did text me the other day out of the blue just to remind me about the time I fell down the stairs in the middle of assembly. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the time you fell down the stairs in Kikui. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's another one. <laughs> no, I was 16 and I was going down towards for like a award ceremony or something. And my shoe fell off and I slipped down <laughs> like three or four steps. Oh, and I just no. kind of like put it back on and pretend like nothing happened. But you know that you have that like people giggling and you just yeah. your whole face feels like it's gone yeah. right red. I blocked that memory out until until dear Adam texted me the other day. Oh, Adam, me. what an angel for reminding you of that. Oh, horrible. But I think generally speaking, stories like that, nobody remembers them. No, they... because I can't remember anything embarrassing that someone else has done. No. But I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and just remember something I've done like it wakes me up it will be like half past three in the morning and I wake up and go oh god that thing I did when I was 14 it was nearly 13 years ago why is it waking me up from a deep sleep yeah no I know I get the feeling it's weird it's so interesting how that stuff you think when you're a kid you think that everything is the end of the world Mm. and so things that feel so embarrassing to you on the day Everyone's probably forgotten within a week. Oh, 100%. But in your head, you think for, for like weeks and months after, oh my gosh, I think happened. People are still staring at me. They're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. In reality, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. And I wish I knew that because I actually spent a lot of my last year at secondary school thinking that I was just an idiot and that I was doing embarrassing things all the time. Everyone was always staring at me. 
and nobody was nobody really cared no 100% no I agree like there were so many times where I would say something and then immediately after I'd be like oh not that it was a bad thing but just like oh that was embarrassing why did I say that and then I yeah like I would go bright red and I would just be sat there and they would have moved on they would just be chatting about something else and I'd be honestly like wanting the earth to just swallow me up yeah no it's horrible I think one thing I wish I knew growing up is being popular it doesn't matter oh yeah I remember being well yeah 15 16 and thinking that if I didn't go to that party or if I didn't have that clothing or if I didn't you know have the latest I don't know what would have been the phone at the time Blackberry or coming into iPhone I wasn't cool and I think the one good thing about being raised in England is 99% of schools have a school uniform Mm. I don't know how I would have coped living in like America where they wear home clothes and not having loads of fashion I used to hate the days when you had um like own own clothes days mufti day yeah Yeah. it was like a certain certain day or a certain week especially when you're at like the last year of the secondary you'd have like a week where everyone could just wear their normal clothes and I hated it Mm. because I liked my clothes at least I thought I did until I went into school and I spent five days with everybody else wearing clothes that were quite different mm-hmm. and it wasn't that my clothes were like super weird or anything but I just felt really conscious in what I was wearing all the time because yeah. the girls who are quote-unquote popular were wearing something very different to me yeah yeah no yeah and no, I agree I remember like mufty days where I would be stressing I would have all these outfits like laid out on my bed being like what am I going to wear and then, like you said, the day after, we're back in school uniform and everyone's forgotten what you were wearing. But I had this, I used to have this thought in my head that I had to be a certain way. And I think looking back now, I wish I could just grab 16-year-old me and be like, it doesn't matter if you're going to be popular or not in school. I had a little stalk the other day, right, of some <laughs> popular girls in my year. They're doing nothing more than what I'm doing. No, They're not these massive celebrities and they're not on like a hundred grand a year them being popular at 16 doesn't really mean they're gonna be anything more I just wish I could tell myself that how you are in school does not determine who you're gonna be when you leave school but I think that's a good um that's a good point to make we were talking about this the other day but you're made to feel that way Mm. especially mm-hmm. when you go into sixth form uh, with school and that they make you feel like you have to make decisions and you have to be the person at between 16 and 18 that you're going to be for the rest of your life and it just yeah. isn't the case no I remember I kept saying to my school so the school so Ellie and I didn't go to the same senior school but we went to the same sixth form and the school I went to was a, a language and technology school so you had to do a technology subject and you had to do a language subject I'm an arts child um, drama, dance, they didn't really focus that much at school. And I remember being in sick form and the teacher going, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to be an actor. And they went, have you ever thought about joining the RAF? Like, what? That is such a strange thing to say. I was like, the, the RAF? I was like, where does this come into play? Like, how have they ever looked at me and gone, yeah, she could um, she could definitely fly a, a Spitfire. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And like, like you were saying, that you pick options, um, you pick your A-levels, and they make out like if you don't pick the ones and if you don't do well, you're going to fail at life. So at 16, you're picking your options, which apparently are going to determine your future, yet you still have to ask to go to the toilet. See, that is so bizarre. 
Mm. It doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. I think that's another one. Like exams, of course, try hard, try your best, but it's not the end of the world if you don't come out with straight A stars. No, definitely. You know, I find university is not the be all and end all anymore. So many jobs now, it's based on experience and what you can bring to the table rather than, oh, I got a first from Cambridge. Obviously, that some some degrees maybe, like if you want to be like a surgeon, you need to go to uni. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're wanting to just go into like admin, I saw the other day, actually, I was just browsing through Indeed. I don't know why I have a job, but I was browsing through Indeed and they were looking for a receptionist and it says minimum qualification bachelor degree. Yeah a receptionist and they were still paying like 16 grand imagine going through three years of university to be on 16 grand yeah well you say that and a bit of a side side story here but I'm currently in my second year of university I went back at 25 <laughs> second time trying uh, this this one stuck this one stuck guys and we was I'm doing an arts course on the illustration and they said to us the other day, when you come out of here, you typically will either not go into anything to do with arts, because 90% of people don't, which is a terrifying thought. Or if you do, and you're that 10% that's lucky, you will probably start and stay on a min- on a wage of about 12 grand for the next 10 years. <gasps> no. I earned more than that working in a marketing job when I was 19. Yeah, yeah. I earn less now at 26 than what I did when I left school and started working at 19. It's scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's at, and I now live in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah. And I'm on a lower wage than what I was when I was living at home with my mum at 19. This is the problem now. We've both chosen arty subjects. One of us wants to be illustration, one of us wants to be an actor. They're both so hit and miss. Yeah. But I'm glad we have chosen those jobs because when I was 16, I really wanted to be a vet and I was dead set on doing it. And then I didn't get the grades for it. I didn't get the, my biology grade was horrendous. I think I got a D or an E in the end. Mm. And I couldn't do it at A-level, so I couldn't do it. And I had to change my entire like life goal yeah. at the age of 16, which seems so scary. But looking back now, I think, I wish I'd just not worried about it. Mm. I remember spending most of the summer after I got my grade being so upset and so worried and thinking, this is like, I can't do anything now. What I, I can't do what I want to do for the rest of my life. And looking back, I would have been a terrible vet realistically i care too much about animals i wouldn't be able to do it it would stress me out if they were like can you put this animal down you'd be like i can't no (laughs) no i always wanted to do acting growing up but i was always talked out of it and that's kind of going back to the whole like things i wish i knew don't let a teacher talk you out of something the problem is they want you to do academic subjects because it looks better for that offset record (laughs) <laughs> it does. That is lit- literally why. I mean, I don't know what they were going with the RAF. I, I think they wanted me to do like electrical engineering because I did it for GCSE. I was like one of the only girls in my whole year to do electrical engineering. And I think they wanted me to do that at A level. So they were like the RAF. And I was like, <laughs> no, I just liked making like an egg timer. I never knew you did that. Yeah. Because in GCSE, because my school was a technology school, we had to do a tech subject. All the other girls picked food tech or textiles and oh. I was quite good with the soldering iron yeah and I ended up doing theatre studies AS level and then dropping it at A level because they properly talked me out of it and I regret it I wish I dropped English because the teacher I had well yes <laughs> <laughs> that that is a story for another time 
<laughs> she was something else. Oh, God. Can you think of another thing you wish you knew at 16? I wish I'd saved a bit of money at 16. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> Not because it's, you know, I wasn't horrendous at 16, but I think you don't know the value of money at 16 no. because you're not taught it. And I think it is actually super important. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I started, I started working at 16. I think I worked in like a pub job for a while. And then I worked, I worked in many different jobs, but I started working at 16. And I wish mm-hmm. somebody had told me at the time to start saving immediately. Yeah. Even or, just like a couple, because obviously our wage would have been so bad. I started working yeah. at 14. My goodness. Um, ballyhoo. <laughs> but um yeah I started work at 14 and again I was on three pound 25 an hour but even if I just put a pound away I know it doesn't sound a lot but think that would have been 12 years ago think how much I would have saved I I sometimes look back and think the amount of money that I've probably wasted waste is not the right word you know I spent money on stuff I did when I was a kid and I I enjoyed the money I had I think obviously now I'm in a different position 10 years later I look back and think I wish I'd had the knowledge back then that they do now about money yeah yeah. No, I agree. Because it's something that we just don't get taught in schools. We get taught by Ferguson's theorem, but we don't get taught about mortgages, about taxes. Like we're both technically self-employed. We're going to be when we finish all this. Yeah. I haven't got a clue. Yeah. I have to register for a working at home allowance thing from the government because they're doing some extension. I had no clue what I was doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so scary, isn't it? But like a major, major one that I wish I knew at 16 was, it's getting a bit deep now, everybody is different and by everybody I mean as in your body yeah I had no sex education at school I went to a catholic primary school (laughs) and then in senior school my PSAT teacher was my French teacher and he was just avoiding any sort of sexual word so I never really had any sort of sexual education but when you do get something it's always you know the, the classic female body she's slim she's got the small waist the large hips the perfect breast that isn't standard no and I remember seeing that and I mean we were we're kind of the age of when we're the age of the internet we weren't really (laughs) the age of social media that's more the generation below us yeah I had Instagram when I was 16 but I never followed celebrities that would have been weird I only Mm. followed like my small circle of friends yeah social media is like so different now but I remember seeing or if I ever did see magazines or just see anything like any sort of model of a woman, I was like, I don't look like that. Like, I went through puberty so late, so late. And I just remember, I, I just feel like it's not spoken about. Maybe a bit more now because the internet is so much more accessible. But at 16, I wish someone could just to go to me and say, don't worry that you don't look like that because the majority of people don't. No, that's totally right. And I didn't speak to my mum about it because I thought I was weird. I thought like my body was weird. There was, yeah. And I, I just think it's mad that for so many years I went through this like internal trauma of mm. <laughs> thinking I was like, had like a really weird body when I realised that no one has like, but Barbie, for example, they said if Barbie was a human, she wouldn't be able to stand up straight and she wouldn't have a period because she would be that out of proportion and malnourished. I can believe that. But that's ridiculous, though, that they are selling those to children. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think you're right. Like, I wish I knew that at 16. But frankly, I wish I knew it now as well sometimes. Yeah. I'm 26 now, and sometimes I still catch myself on Instagram looking at people like Kylie Jenner. And, well, Kardashians are the worst ones to me. I just want to follow them all. 
I know I, I had to as well recently because I look at them and I think I don't have that body no. and like of course I don't because I'm not them so and I don't have the same parents I don't have the same genetics well it's not even about parents and genetics you don't have the same surgeon now that's true that's true but sometimes it's so easy to go on your for you page Mm -hmm. and be bombarded Mm -hmm. by six foot tanned curvy in the right places i might add and gorgeous girls and it's so easy to look at yourself in the mirror and be like oh i didn't look like like that or i wish i just had like a little bit different here a little bit different there and i'm 26 and i know better at this point this age in my life i'm not unhappy with my body i'm actually very happy with it right now it's still so bad that from the age of 16 to 26, 10 years, mm-hmm. I can look back and I can pretty much remember always thinking, I don't yeah. look like that. Why don't I look like that? Yeah, I mean, I know now that either things are A, edited, or B, surgery, but mm-hmm. my mind still goes, okay, that's fair enough. But what if I had the surgery? What if I edited it like that? And it's so done. Like, I bet if I was sat in a room with one of these A-list celebrities who looks like that on social media... They wouldn't be looking like that. But they're probably sat there like me right now in joggers and their hair in a messy bun. But we <laughs> never see that. No. We never see. They will never show that side of them. But even when they do the, oh, no makeup selfies, it's edited. They have makeup on. Or they've got lip filler and their eyelashes are lifted and their brows are laminated. Like yeah. They're never completely like fresh out the womb. <laughs> fresh out the womb. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah no idea so that's something that if I could go back to my 16 year old self I would say to her don't stress about your body you have one body don't punish it don't you know make yourself think that you have to look a certain way because it's unhealthy and you just have to accept that not everyone's going to look that way and God gave you this one body so slay (laughs) (laughs) kind of connected to this point I think maybe this is just a me thing, but I kind of wish I could go back to my 16 year old self and be like, don't care that you don't like boys at that age. Mm, I, yes. all of my friends were getting boyfriends and like, or liking boys, having crushes on them. I didn't care. Like no, I gen- no. my first boyfriend was when I was 18, almost 19. Mine was, mine was 19. Yeah. And I think that's normal. I think it's healthy actually. I'm not saying people that have boyfriends younger is not a good thing. You know, you do you. And as long as, you're happy then great but so many of my friends had boyfriends so young and I was I felt really out like out of the loop and it was really weird yeah I was so worried that I was something wrong with me and I was thinking like what is it what is it what is it about me that just I just don't care like I just don't want that I just wasn't ready at that point and it's fine and I'm glad I didn't force myself to be ready to have a boyfriend because when you're 16 like a boyfriend really isn't a boyfriend is it no, like, and it is the peer pressure. Like I remember one time I was sat, I actually vividly, and this is why you need to be careful what you say to people because you could give someone a thousand compliments and then one negative comment and they will remember that negative comment. And I remember I was sat in maths class and I would have been about 16. It was GCSEs. And I was friends with this girl. I'm not going to name her. I'm not going to name her on the podcast. And she was sat next to a guy she clearly fancied him because she was doing that thing where you know when they're showing off a bit and they're putting people down she was going around the room pointing at girls and telling the boy what that girl had done with someone like sexually and I remember her pointing at me and she went I don't think she's even kissed anyone and the guy laughed and I remember sitting there thinking maybe I should have maybe I should have kissed someone maybe I should have done this and done that and it's that peer pressure like I'm very lucky that I didn't go off and just lose my virginity to someone for the sake of it yeah because there were definitely girls i used to have a friend 
I remember we were 14. Looking back at it now, this is so illegal. When we were about 15 or 14, her boyfriend was like 19 years old. Ooh. And I was like, at the time, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like he drives like a Honda Civic. I, <laughs> and he used to go out in the evenings when I would stay at a house, mum, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. But we used to go out, if I'd stay at a house, out in the evenings in the car with him and his friends. And they were the classic, like, boy racers. They were probably, like, drinking. And I look back at it now and I'm just wow. like, anything can happen to me. Yeah. And I just wish I could grab myself and be like, Courtney, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to be hanging out with these people. You barely even leave my house now like why was I so wild at 15 <laughs> you're, you're, this is great you're like really leading on to, you're bringing back all the points in my memory here yeah <laughs> having said that I think another thing I wish I knew at 16 is not not changing your personality to fit your friendship groups a hundred percent I had probably like three different friendship groups when I was at secondary and I had a different personality for each of them not drastically yeah. But I remember one of the groups that I was in, I just didn't really feel myself, but I felt like I had to be a certain version of myself in order to be friends with them. But yeah. in reality, I probably didn't have to. And I don't speak to any of them now because we're very different people. Mm-hmm. They have very different lives to me. We haven't spoken in pretty much 10 years since we left school. And I spent so much of my time when I first started at 11 to 16, friends with them, just not really being myself. And I hate that looking back now. I wish I'd yeah. been more authentic and not cared because yeah. if they didn't like me for who I was, I shouldn't have been friends with them. No, especially at 16 and, you know, beginning years of senior school. I was quite, a, I wouldn't say an introvert. I wouldn't be outspoken. If someone said something mean to me, I wouldn't really retaliate. And I feel feel like I try to get in with this crowd of almost being, I want to say I'm not even like a bad girl, because I still wasn't a bad girl at school. Like, I've never had a detention. I've <laughs> never been grounded. Like, I was not. I was like a straight A student up like throughout school GCSEs. And I don't know why I was doing this, but it's that idea that you were just saying then of like changing who you are to mm. try and fit in. And but also kind of leading on from that, don't hang out with people if they're not good energy. No. I went through so many friendship groups at school mm. and there were some that I was sat with and I was like, you were just not nice people. Yeah, I know that friendship group you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this was, I would have been 17. Yeah. So this would have been first year of sick form. And I remember looking back at it now and I'm like, why? I, I had nothing in common with them. No. They just were not nice people. And I truly don't believe they have any memory of what they did because they still like my instagram pictures i don't even follow them if i go back to my hometown and see them in the street they smile at me i'm like you are vile people and (laughs) i feel like i wish i could go back to my 17 year old self and just say courtney leave that friendship group like these are not people who are if they're not like team courtney or team ellie then you shouldn't be wasting your time on them (laughs) yeah no i get that it makes me wonder as well whether they feel the same way, whether they actually weren't the people that they portrayed themselves as being. Yeah. Put on an act because I feel like most people, especially around when you're 16, you're so I feel like quite immature. You don't know yourself, and so yeah. you fit yourself into these molds that you think your friends want you to be. And I bet you, nearly all the people we were friends with at school weren't actually like that. No. Or at least maybe that's just me hoping they weren't because I had some friends at school that I think, my God, I hope for your sake you weren't like that. 
yeah no I agree like there are so many people that I look at and I go that can't really be your personality like you are not going to get through life if that is how you are and I think a lot of these like popular girls these popular nasty girls either a were putting on a front because they were just sad in in themselves or if they this is how they are they're going to get knocked down a peg and they probably have we're at the age now where I know if someone was not spoke to me the way they spoke to me I would not stand for it and I hope that if that is truly who they were they would have been shut down and I hope they have been shut down by someone because yeah they they are the sort of girls that would have peaked in high school and now they're just going through life and probably regretting the decisions Mm -hmm. they made in their youth yeah it's got all deep suddenly (laughs) (laughs) the best kind of conversations though Um, apart from something I'm quite like maybe not superficial but I wish I looked after my skin better I was just about to say that skincare I feel like skincare just wasn't a thing though when we were 16 no it definitely wasn't like if someone had come up to me and be like oh what brand of hyaluronic acid do you use I'd have been like what (laughs) well the first time I tried to buy hyaluronic acid I asked for hydrochloric acid (laughs) and I'm surprised the girl in boots didn't get me like arrested I said do you have hydrochloric acid (laughs) and she looked at me she was like, do you mean hyaluronic acid? I was like, yeah, maybe. I think I just used like a Nivea. I think I just used D45 cream at 16. I mean, this is the thing. I didn't even wear makeup until I was, yeah, about about 18. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to. Mm. And realistically, I didn't need to at 18. I look back at photos now, my skin was like pretty good at 18. Yeah. And yeah, I I kind of fell into that. All my friends are wearing makeup. And I had my first boyfriend and I kind of felt like, it was grown up to wear makeup. And so I started wearing more of it. But looking back, I mean, I don't even remember if I moisturised when I was younger. No, like, I I'm, sure I, I'm sure I did, but I have no memory of it. I used makeup wipes and that obviously oh, so made I. me shudder. Just to wipe my face. <laughs> it honestly makes me shudder now. I have like a full on 10 step Korean skincare routine going on now. Yeah. And I look at these like 15, 16 year old girls and they have a 10 step green skin carotene i think i would just use a baby wipe and then just go to bed and that burns my soul now <laughs> thinking about oh my gosh so bad because yeah i like luckily i think we both have very good skin i think yeah. we've kept our skin well we've always worn like sun cream but i do look at some girls our age and again not hating on anyone but i'm like you 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 should get on the retinol <laughs> get that nice into my girl my please yeah eat like vitamin c something come on i don't know i think in some ways saying that though i feel like we were very lucky in our generation 10 years ago that if you didn't do skincare and you didn't wear makeup you weren't really judged for it that much i, I do feel for the generation that's, that's 16 now mm-hmm. i do feel like they don't really have a choice yeah like i I don't ever remember anyone ever saying to me at school, why aren't you wearing makeup? No. We was, one, we weren't really allowed it. And two, I may have had like a little bit of Dream Map mousse on and a bit of mascara. <laughs> yeah. But now I, yeah, I see these girls on TikTok and then I'm like, oh, oh my God, her makeup's so good. I click on her profile and it's like 14. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they have skipped the dream that moves lips and the blue eyeshadow phase and that i just don't like that that's not fair because these kids now they go straight from like playing with my little pony to being nikki tutorials like they have no 
in the middle phase. No. And that just doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't. But oh I am, one, upset, but also thankful that Bebo deleted everything because there is some stuff on there of me at, like, 14 that I just... I my eyebrows used to be so far apart. Okay, let's not even discuss eyebrows, Courtney, because we know where this conversation is going. So in 2013, Ellie, <laughs> you were setting this up. I know you were. Had these really dark eyebrows. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I just started wearing makeup, and I, my my parents, my parents, my dad wearing makeup. My mom didn't used to wear makeup. She still doesn't. She never really has. My sister did, but she moved out when I was younger, so I never really kind of saw her doing it. And I remember buying this makeup and thinking, yeah, I've got like dark brown hair. I'll use dark brown eyebrow, like gel, powder, whatever it was at the time. When I tell you, I looked like Wolverine. But at the time, I thought it looked great. Oh my goodness. I thought it looked great at the time. And now looking back, there's that one photo of us at the park and we're on that circular swing. Oh no. And I, every time I think of your eyebrows, I see that photo. And so I think dark. it was like a couple of days before we went to Disneyland. Yeah, I think it probably was. So we would have been 17 and 18 then. Yeah. Although you say about deleting, deleting those, I remember now on my list of things for this podcast, one of them oh, was no. I wish I'd taken more photographs and I hadn't yeah. deleted as many because I've deleted so many photos when I was younger. Yeah. Because I was so self-conscious or I hated how I looked mm-hmm. or I hated something about the picture. I wish I hadn't done that now looking back because I don't have any any pictures really most of my pictures start from when I was about 19 now yeah I mean I used to have Facebook albums full 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 of photos and then I deleted my Facebook so I just wanted to have like a fresh start and I just don't think I saved any of it and that is literally from 14 till about 19 that's just my, my whole teenage years gone yeah same as me and and this is why, although we joke about our YouTube, I am so glad we did it because yeah. we started that at what seventeen, eighteen, yeah, up until we were about nineteen. That's two years. The first two years of our friendship we have documented, and I actually love that. Yeah, even though they're cringy, but it's funny cringy. Like I look back at it now. And there's memories that I wouldn't have even remembered if I hadn't filmed it. And I remember some people were like, oh, don't vlog, be in the moment. But I have no, not a single regret with doing YouTube. No. Not a single regret. Definitely not. Another kind of one, kind of leading on from the whole photo one, is don't take your youth for granted. This is going to make me sound like such an old woman. (laughs) But I remember when I was like 16, I was like, oh, I can't wait to leave school. Oh, I can't wait to be grown up. Oh, I can't wait to be this. Now I'm like, God, I wish I could go back to being 16 again. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely one of those things where you hear your parents tell you, like, don't rush your childhood. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't feel like you want to be an adult sooner. But you think, oh, they're just saying that because they don't want me to have fun. Yeah, they're, oh, they're boring. Oh, I got yeah. 26. My entire life now is bills, work. Like, yeah. trying to balance, like, a healthy eating, like, looking after myself, seeing family and friends, trying to keep my mental health well, like, everything it is such hard work oh yeah like adulthood like kudos to people who have it all because bitch i don't (laughs) we do not (laughs) like i either eat or my i have like eating or like mental health like i don't have both (laughs) that's asking for a lot no i joke i joke but in the sense that yeah i i look at myself at 16 okay my friendship 
circles weren't always great and I had this and I had that but I had a good childhood Mm. I can't complain you know people have gone through a lot worse but I just remember at 16 being like I just can't wait to grow up I can't wait to leave school I can't wait to have a job what you know why would I wish that on myself why would I wish working like disgusting (laughs) (laughs) no I get that but yeah I just so I look at people like the younger generation and I see they seem so grown up and I'm like you're gonna regret this is why like going back to the whole boyfriend thing I'm so glad I wasn't in relationships at school because I feel like I don't know I don't know I just feel like that would have made me so much more mature quicker and I wasn't immature I just had no interest no I just had no interest like I wanted good grades and I know you can have good grades and you can have a boyfriend or girlfriend but I just I danced like five nights a week I I worked Saturday I started working at 14 like on the weekends I just didn't have time <laughs> for a man I barely have time now and I'm <laughs> honestly I work from home when am I gonna meet someone <laughs> um I don't I yeah if it isn't going to Tesco to go get food or karate on a Monday I don't leave the house (laughs) so unless I start dating someone at my dojo which the only guy in my team is like a 50 year old man and he's married a kid so I just don't think it's going to be him (laughs) I just don't think I'm going to meet someone (laughs) oh my goodness that's brilliant (laughs) this is me now for life (laughs) in my bed (laughs) you know what I don't think that's such a bad thing no no no, six. Thing is, sixteen-year-old me <laughs> was convinced I would be married with a kid at twenty-five. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have like my first kid at twenty-five, and I had a name picked out. And honestly, it's the worst name I could think of. And I'm not gonna say it in case someone listening has that name and gets really upset. <laughs> but, but I look back at the name now, and I'm like, if I'd had a kid at sixteen and called my kid that, I would have so many regrets. I'd be have a 10-year-old now and be like, is it too late to change your name? <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of anything else? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure I've missed loads off the list. I know, we should have pre-planned this better. Yeah. Well, I love how we said we're going to do a test run. It's been 40 minutes of recording. I know, we probably, we're probably even going to... Re- this was only meant to be a test. It's h- half 10 at night. Um, my bed currently has no covers on it. <laughs> and... <laughs> I have to be up at like half six tomorrow morning. So may have to actually end this one soon, Els. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> but I have really enjoyed this. Have you enjoyed this? It's been fun. It's have weird. You... you get into the flow of it pretty quickly. Yes. Have you, the viewers, enjoyed this? <laughs> we need Great. to work out how to actually publish this on Spotify because I have no clue what we're doing. No, um, do I. But I'm sure we will work it out. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Barely Grown Podcast. <laughs> My goodness. I have had a blast filming this and um, we have lots of ideas coming up. We're going to try and do one a week on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plenty of ideas kind of on the same same themes. The trials and tribulations of adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully more organized than this one yes this one has been a bit of a mess but you know what that's just us anyway so it kind of works (laughs) this is true it's true it is true (laughs) 
Um, yeah. I am... We're just going to end it here? Yeah, good idea. Okay, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, we will see you guys next Sunday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Subscribe, if that's a thing. I don't know. Follow. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>